Hello, this is Jen and you are listening to another episode of the Girl Bread Podcast. Welcome back. I have a guest joining me today that was on the podcast a few years ago. Her name is Lizzie. She is a musician and has her own band. And so we're going to talk to Lizzie about what it feels like to be in a band if she gets those before performance jitters and how she deals with that and she'll give advice on how to start a band if you are also looking to do the same thing. So let's dive in and meet Lizzie. Hello Lizzie, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. It's been I don't know, has it been 2 years since you've been on the podcast? I think Could it be so. that long? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's been a while. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Good. You know? I'm good, thanks. So tell me, how old are you now and what grade will you be going in in the fall? I'm 15 now. I'm going to be going into 10th grade. 10th grade. Oh my gosh. So do you have your driver's permit? I do. I just got it a couple of weeks ago. And how does it feel? It feels good to have like, I guess that slowly like going into that, having a sense of freedom is really nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, the last time you were on, you were gracious enough to sing us a song that you wrote. So Do you remember what song that was? Was it Miss You? Was that what it was? Or was I it think, something else? Um, what's, what is like one of the lyrics, like the main? Um, it was like, but I miss you. And, you know, it was. That might be it. We'll I'm have really to go there. back and listen. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that's where you were a few years ago. Where are you now with your musical career? So uh, at this point, I'm in a band, as you already know, it's not me, it's you. Um, And I, as well as like, I've grown as a guitar player and as a songwriter, I've got like several more songs. Um, And so we've been booking gigs around the city and stuff. So that's really exciting. We have one coming up this weekend. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I've definitely developed more as a musician. And who started the band? So it was kind of a mix because I was saying how I was in a band previously before. It wasn't like really a band. We were just a couple of girls who liked to play together. Um, and then we stopped playing together and I told my guitar teacher, Harry Dingman, and I was like, oh, I really wish like I had more people to play with. And that was like a really cool experience for me. And so, um, he introduced me to another girl who played guitar and wrote her own music. And, um, it kind of just like started off. It like, you know, took off from there. So, yeah. So there are four people in your band. There are four people. Yeah you and the other girl then who who are the other two so um it's so it's me on guitar and singing and then the other guitarist is madeline uh and then we have our bassist sonia which i've known she's my guitar teacher's daughter i've known her for like six years um and then we have colby who's our drummer nice so who writes the music do you guys split that role or yeah it's split so I have a few songs Madeline has a few songs and then Sonia's got a couple so we kind of like trade off when it comes to writing songs it's like a collaborative type thing and how do you come up with songs what's the process so I am like 
totally a slacker. So it's like really hard for me to come up with songs and write new music. Once I get into it, it's a lot easier, but like just getting, you know, off my butt and getting, you know, stuff started is kind of difficult for me. Um, typically I want to start with writing the music because once I write the music, I can come up with a melody and I can come up with words and stuff that fit in with that. It's really difficult for me to write lyrics and then come up with music afterwards. Um, so yeah, I always start with music and then I start coming up with words and I typically like to think of a theme when I uh, go into it, a theme or a message that I want to send across. Um, sometimes I don't have it thought out. The first line might indicate what the rest of the song is going to be about. You know, it's kind of, it differs every song I write. And so have you found you have any tricks that you can share with me about getting motivated to get off your butt and like do something <laughs> that you really love doing once you get into it? Yeah, I think part of it is I always like to warm up playing a song that I know, typically a song written by someone else that I know and love because it's uh, just a way to get me back into um, playing. And it kind of reminds me like, this is what it's all about, you know? Yeah. Um, so I tend to do that. And then I'll just start messing around with chords and progressions and things like that. Uh, that's really helpful in getting like inspired because you can hear something, oh, that sounds cool. And then you can, you know, go off of that. I find it absolutely amazing how you and other musicians can just put notes together and make a song that no one else has made. Like it doesn't seem possible. It just seems so brilliant. Like it's, what's the process of like, do you hear something in your mind or are you just like mistakenly stumble into it? Um, I guess it's kind of both. Sometimes I have an image of kind of like what I want it to sound like, like, oh, I know what I want it to go up and then I want it to go get down. Um, but I've been playing for coming up on seven years now. Um, and so it's a lot of it is just chords I already know and, you know, stuff like that, that I can like piece together into new formulas almost. Um, and so I tend to do a lot of that. And then you know, like you said, it's a lot of just like experimentation. So if I want to come up with like a lead line, a lot of it is just messing around and figuring out what sounds right together. So what is a lead line? Oh, yeah. So a lead line is kind of like, you know how in certain songs they'll have like accords and like their main melody, but then they'll have like a do 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 like a little kind of separate part that's like more distinct. That's what you'd call a lead line. So it's almost okay. like um, when you think of little solo parts that are very um distinctive to a song that's kind of what it is and do you guys do a lot of post-production like mixing different sounds like that at the end or is it mostly um you know the the instruments that you're playing yeah so um Currently, we don't do a lot of recording for our songs. Um, that's something we are going to work on. We just got, uh, we uh, just found out about a recording agency here in town that we're going to hopefully go to. But uh, when it comes to like performing live, a lot of it really comes down to when we practice together, we kind of add our own elements to the song as well. And that's kind of what we tell each other. We're like, hey, if you think something's going to sound good here, do it because I, you know, you you play your instrument, I don't play it. So you can tell me what you think is going to go well. 
Um, so it's a lot of that. Colby, our drummer, is like amazing at doing that. He's been playing forever. And so he's really good at reading songs and finding things that'll go well with the song. And I think that, you know, having each player's distinctive little, you know, sparkle added to a song really helps um, a song come together. When you're out performing, do you feel that inspiration where, where you might try something new, like you said, that you maybe haven't done in rehearsal? And how does that feel to allow yourself to listen to that inspiration? Definitely. Um, I, yeah, I definitely do that a lot. It's kind of nerve wracking because it's like, I don't know how this is going to sound. I've never done this before. Um, in one of the songs we play, it's called Kelly, written by Madeline. Um, I, every time she goes into a kind of slowed bridge part, I just play strings. I've never, I don't have like a specific way to play them. I just play them. Um, and so it's always like, oh, what if it doesn't sound good this time? But it's also, you know, kind of allows the creativity and that freedom that comes along with it. It's definitely fun and it's freeing to be able to play something and say, I wrote that and that's original to me. Um, it gives you a sense of, uh, you know, I guess, again, like freedom when it comes to that. Uh, it's definitely, it's a really cool feeling. What about the girl or guy who has been made to take piano lessons since they were young and now they're 13 or 14 or 15 and they really just want to quit? Yeah. What would you say to them? So I, so I took piano lessons when I was little. I never went in depth with them um, because I oop, I quit at like eight or nine and I regret it so much because piano playing is such a vital part of music. Like if you can read music, you can really do anything when it comes to music. Um, but I also totally get the getting defeated and getting stuck in that same old routine. I felt the same way with guitar so many times. Uh, it's just kind of like it's never good to give up on something because you find it boring now I think um the best thing to do is to make it interesting again so I was stuck playing guitar and I didn't like it and I wanted to quit for so long because I was playing songs I didn't like and I didn't like how I wasn't as good as I wanted to be. And so the best way to get past that is start playing songs you do like and start working on your technique because honestly, that makes so much of a difference when you like what you're playing. Yeah, that's really good advice. I think there's a lot of times where we're going through life and we get, you know, we think we need to do things this a certain way and it's not us, right? And so it doesn't yeah. feel good and it's not very fun and you're not motivated to do it. And so being able to check yourself and say, well, wait, how would I do it? You know, me, Lizzie, like, how would I do this? That would make it fun or me, Jen, how would I do it to make it fun? And I think that that skill can be used anywhere in your lifetime. You can do it like for yeah, homework and friends and like just everything mm -hmm. hanging out with your family. Like what would make this fun tonight? Mm -hmm. um, so you're, you played last or this weekend. And then you're playing next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to come on Saturday. It's Saturday, right? Yeah, it is Saturday. Okay, I can't wait. What does it feel like an hour before the show? And then what does it feel like right before you go on stage? So 
oh my gosh, this happens to me every single time. An hour before, I'm like, I got this. I'm going to be totally fine. Like, I've done this so many times. It's fine. And then I'm like, right before I go on stage, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I get so nervous. Um, and I think that's probably not ever really going to fully go away. I think that's just part of it. Um, but it also comes with the thrill of knowing that you're about to perform and you're about to do something you love and show it to people. Um, it's, it's like especially cool when it's like people you know and people that like you are personally connected to. I think that makes it so much more fun because you can show people that you love something you love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think makes you nervous? Like, is there something that you really focus on? Like you're nervous because you're afraid you're going to mess up or, you know, like, is there, if you drill down the nervousness, does it come down to one thought? Yeah. So I guess there's, I would say two things. Uh, one is I'm afraid that I'm going to mess up and then I'm going to, you know, say I'm performing guitar for someone else's song, someone else's singing. I'm afraid that I'm going to mess that up for them. And I always want to have that respect for someone else's song. Um, so that's one big fear of mine. I'm afraid that I'm going to mess up a song for someone else, as well as I'm afraid that um, when I'm performing, whether that be playing guitar or playing guitar and singing, um, I'm afraid that someone might, I guess I'm afraid of rejection in the sense that, oh, someone's not going to like this and it'll be my fault which isn't really true because it's just some because not someone someone not liking something isn't your fault it's a personal preference so you know but it's definitely those things are always present in my mind before I go on and so that second one's interesting because you have absolutely no control over that right yeah <laughs> what someone else's thinks so how do you get through either one of those um I would say for the first one being nervous, I like to talk to my band members after I perform and say, if I did mess something up, we can talk about that. Like, is there a way we can like tweak that part or is this just boiling down to, I need to practice that bit more. Um, but when it comes to being afraid of someone not liking it, the best I can do is, I mean, do as well as I can do. And if someone doesn't like that, well, you know, I can't really do anything about that. And that's as much as I can say about it. Yeah. Yeah. You give off such a great energy. Um, you seem <laughs> like very fun to hang around with you. I'm sure your music is amazing. I can't wait to hear it live. You know, people, even if they don't like something that you do, they will like the effort that you're putting into it. And this goes for everybody. Right. So I think that, um, and there's a lot of haters out there and who cares about them anyway? Yeah. What would you say to someone listening that maybe, you know, has dreams of starting a band or being in a band? What would be the first thing that they could do to maybe move that, that idea forward? I think the best thing to do is talk to people who play instruments or talk to people who have their own band, talk about their experiences with it, which I guess is what you're doing now but uh, just um, talking to people close to you who play instruments and things like that and if it's something that you decide you really want to pursue go for it because that's really the only thing you can do like you just need to start somewhere um, and I, I'd also recommend finding people who are on the same wavelength as you 
someone who has the same end goal as you? Like, do you want this band to really go far or do you want this to be kind of like a garage band type thing? I think that's also really important, finding people who have the same ideals as you. Yeah. And what ideals do you have with your band? Um, I, you know, I just said that and it's kind of hard to say. Um, it's, it would be nice to progress somewhere with it, but I also want to grow myself as my own person. So I take it seriously, but I don't know if it'll necessarily go anywhere big. I just want to have fun while I can. And I want to um, improve as a person with other people. So that's kind of my ide- ideology behind it. Yeah, I like that. All right. So this podcast is all about being brave. And I think <laughs> you are very brave. Can you tell me what your definition of being brave is? And if you do think you are brave. Oh, that's a really hard question. My definition of being brave. I think it's doing something scary or doing something that you know might not go well, but still doing it or still, you know, trying to trying to do it because, you know, like you want to or, you know, you should. Right. So um, it's kind of hard to like, I feel like it's hard to say, like, if I myself am brave, I'd like to think I am. And I'd like to say that I am brave. Um, I'm definitely a scaredy cat when it comes to some things. Um, but it's like something I'm working on. And I think that's even just saying like, I'm working on something like that is brave. So definitely, definitely. Well, gosh, thank you so much. I'm so excited for you. No thank matter you. where, where you go, you'll end up just improving and being an awesome, awesome person. So thank you for being on the show again, Lizzie. Totally. Yeah. All right. We'll see you on Saturday. See you on Saturday, hopefully. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Girl Bright podcast. I would love to know who's listening. I know Joel and Melissa listen. Thank you so much. But if you are a listener to the Girl Bright podcast and are hearing this right now, email me and tell me hello and tell me what your name is, maybe where you're from. My email address is jen at pincurlgirls. That's J-E-N at P-I-N-C-U-R-L-G-I-R-L-S. And if you have a story that you want to share on the podcast, email me and let me know that story and we'll have you on as well. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And until the next time, we'll see you later. Bye.